Where are you going? I'm walking away. Where are you going? Oh, hang on, I gotta, I gotta move some stuff. Tell a funny joke. Come back. Tell, tell a joke, and I'll do a funny thing. Uh, okay. Um, what, uh, what type of? Oh, oh. Um, how many licks does it take to get us in a tootsie roll pop? How many? I didn't, th- I didn't think that far ahead. Oh. Okay. <laughs> was that a, was that a, was that a rim shot? You it was were an attempt. To do? It was an attempt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Arrested for attempted rim shots. <laughs> Clean, funny. Buzzfeed jokes. Please don't read uh, Buzzfeed jokes to me. Okay, here we go. What do you call a hen who counts her eggs? You gotta be ready with the rim shot. You gotta be ready with the I rim shot. I don't have the drum anymore. Well, what were we doing then? It was holding my closet door open and now I'm in there. Okay, well, you could do like a mouth rim shot. I. Okay, can I just say mouth <laughs> rim shot? Really? We're not doing but, um, that. Tis. We're not doing a mouth rim shot, all right? Why not? I would... Episode okay. one, mouth rim shot. <laughs> Episode one, under wraps and mouth rim shot. <laughs> it writes itself. An under wraps mouth rim shot is when a girl, uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> That's one part of the show where we have to figure out the uh, urban dictionary entry for the for the move for the name of the movie. Ooh. Condoms. So so under wraps, yeah, that would be when you have a condom on. Uh, do you want to do a clap sync so we know where I, we're at? Yeah, it'll be more of a snap cuz I have okay. one hand free. Oh, you're holding the microphone. Yeah, dude. Godspeed. <clears throat> All right. So are you ready for the pee story? Yeah. Okay, so fun fact about Denver public transit and the Denver light rail. They don't have any bathrooms at any station (laughs) at all because of drugs. Right. And due to this, after about over an hour on the train, I nearly peed myself in an Uber. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And as I was holding back this torrent, it... I... So the road near my house, full of potholes. Crazy full of potholes. So just bounce, bounce, bounce. (laughs) After this just horrible sequence of potholes, I looked over to my right, and there is a sign that says, Scott's Liquid Gold, and it's a giant yellow teardrop. Oh, my God. And I'm like, this is the perfect place to pee my pants in an Uber. (laughs) So did you pull the trigger? No. Luckily, I held it back. I held it in. I made it home. <laughs> made it all the way home. <laughs> that 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 billboard. It's 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 taunting you. It really was. What was it an advertisement for? An alcohol company called Liquid Gold. Are you serious? Seriously, and their logo is oh. a giant yellow teardrop. It's a big piss <laughs> drop. And they're like, this will make people buy my whiskey. Hey, boss! I finished the logo. I would. Lo- <laughs> Looks like a big drop of piss. Mm, could you yep. make it look more like piss, please? Yeah, I got I, I got want you. people to think I pissed in these bottles. I'll just go ahead and copy and paste the uh, Calvin copy and piss. peeing. Copy and pissed. <laughs> Calvin peeing. <laughs> Calvin peeing into a beer bottle with your like business's logo on it. God, that sounds like a fiver waiting to happen. Oh man, a I'll Fiverr make, account that just makes Calvin's pee yeah, on stuff. Yeah, I'll just make I'll make Calvin pee on whatever you want. That's a two second like gimp job you can do. Oh yeah, absolutely. You pay five dollars for it. That's easy. 
Easy money. Make that into some transparent clip art. <laughs> Step so aside, big man Tyrone. So this is Decomcast. This is, um, this is Decomcast. Decomcast. Not, of course, to be confused with uh, Disney Channel original movie cast. Is that a thing? <laughs> I imagine. We didn't check. No, we didn't really check to see if anybody else had this name. But I listened to all of them. They weren't, you know, not to, you know, start anything, but <laughs> not good. Most Locally, of them not good. <laughs> local man starts starts drama in the decom <laughs> decom podcast. Podcast beefers. <laughs> podcast beefers. Well, that's a much better name. We just start beef with every other podcast. Decomcast beefers. Decomcast beefers. How many like things can we tag on to our name? Uh, give it time. <laughs> every it'll, it'll get there. It'll get there. Every uh, every ten episodes, we add another one. We add another subtitle. It's like, um, <laughs> do you know the fighting game? Uh, I think it's mostly referred to as Unist. I don't think so. So it's a it's an anime fighting game called Undernight in Birth EXE Late ST. Whoa! Okay. The full title, <laughs> okay. the like full logo has literally like two paragraphs of words on it that oh make no god. sense in English. Oh my god! It's so good. And that's like a, the they just keep adding on to it after each. Yeah, game. the new one has more added. You know that reminds me of the of New Super Mario Bros U Deluxe. Yeah. I it's very it's, similar. Yeah, because that one just keeps getting longer and longer too. So what? Uh, what? What movie do we got on the on the docket today? So we're gonna be watching Under Under Wraps, which is the first Disney Channel original movie. Right. Came out in uh, nineteen ninety seven. Boy, all right. During the month of October, because it's a Halloween movie. That makes sense. Yeah. For, so from my understanding, I um I a self self proclaimed non Disney self proclaimed expert self proclaimed you I would say is are, are the the, the self proclaimed expert. Well, I'm the expert on not knowing the movies. Yeah, that's you're the my expert, expert. You're the role. expert on not being an expert at it. <laughs> Imagine a sort of like an anti expert. Yeah, like sort of an anti expert. What but what I am good at is uh, knowing when a movie is good or bad, because I took an entire class for it and got a 91 on the final. So that's pretty good. I'm like... There's a class that teaches you whether or not you like movies? <laughs> no, it's, it's, a class on, it's a class on how to know if a movie is good or not. And so that means I'm going to be 91% good it? at it. Do they say just watch it and you'll know? <laughs> they, they do a lot of like... You know, you know how like in English classes or poetry classes, you sort of dig deep and analyze things that probably weren't intended to be analyzed in the first place. Right. We do, we do that. So like when a character is walking from screen left to screen, right, that's the usual reading direction of, of Americans. So therefore they're progressing forward in the story or, you know, being heroic when they move left to right in the screen. Like how, when the original one piece opening, the characters always move in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Yep, to, definitely to signify know. their forward motion. No, that's yeah, that's real. That. They they meant to do that. Right, like right. So some of them, you know, some of them do mean to do that. Um, but um, when you have to write forty pages about you know eight shots, uh, and just really mm. dive deep into those eight shots that are all each, you know, maybe a second long. 
you can you kind of get good at bull you kind of get good at bullshitting it you know do you get to pick the movie yes i got to pick the movie oh would you so pick I, shark tale yeah so i did do shark tale um you did you did one scene from shark tale mm-hmm. and you wrote 40 pages about a scene from shark tale mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a tough thing but um i was i was you writing see, in it this scene he says it costs <laughs> 1000 clams now, this is funny for two reasons. Number one, <laughs> clams are a type of uh, shellfish that live in the ocean, much like Will Smith does in this film. Number two, clams also means a thousand dollars, I think. <laughs> sort of a I, double entendre. Right, double entendre. I uh, do not remember enough from Shark Tale. That to is the join one thing I remember from journey. Shark Tale. I okay, was like so seven. I was like, I get page. it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's funny because clams, and that's thousand dollars. We're not here to talk about Shark Tale. <laughs> We're here to talk about under wraps. We're here to talk about under wraps. Uh, now, I, um, I have not seen under wraps. Have you seen I, under wraps? So I think I have one time, but I don't remember it at all. Okay, well, well, then that's good. Um, this so so yeah, I've got I've got the I've got the image of it loaded up here. And you Do you want me to read this. the synopsis? I want to try and guess the synopsis. Okay, you you give me a real quick guess of the synopsis. Okay. It's like I'll give you the three sentences long. Oh, the synopsis is. Yeah. Uh, okay, mommy wakes up from a long slumber, and he's like, "Yo, I'm not actually dead," but he wakes up in the year nineteen. 19- 97 I guess and he's like hey I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a uh, I'm undead and I'm here to uh, make fun with some funny jokes and friends with some children and the children are like hey what's up you're cheating you know this movie learn. already don't you no currently actually I'm looking at I searched under wraps on Google images and the first I would say large section of them are from this company called LOL surprise under wraps yeah. So, okay, I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I. So none of that. You can. You. You folks at home, you can follow along if you want. But take my word for this. You don't see under wraps for a couple. A uh, couple images in here. I have. So is that? So tell me. Tell me on a scale of one to ten how close I am to uh, nailing I, that one on the honestly head. like nine. Like you for pretty real? much. You pretty much Wait. literally nailed the synopsis. So it's. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Here, let me read it. Three 12-year-old children, Amy, Marshall, and Gilbert, encounter a mummy which has been undiscovered in 3,000 years. While investigating, they accidentally revive him, but he must be returned to his resting place by midnight on Halloween, or he will never find his long-lost love. That's the part you missed. Okay, yeah. This is a mummy love story. (laughs) He's looking for a big-titty mummy GF. (laughs) Told retroactively. I imagine. I can't imagine that his big titty mummy GF was sort of walking around. Also, I'm assuming that like he was buried with her, and they okay. like wake him up, and he's like, "Ah, do you think the mummy's gonna talk? Let's take let's take some bets." Uh, yes, but it's gonna be I'm like gonna it's no. gonna be like mummy's not gonna talk. Okay, but I, well, I, I I think it's I think he's gonna he's gonna come out of the come out of the um the the catacombs speaking full the sarcophagus. English. The sarcophagus. Thank you. I should have touched up on my mummy, uh, my mummy terminology before. Yeah, you should have read about Ra. Ra. And how they, oh. and how they pull the brain through the nose. That's my yeah. favorite part. My favorite is that they, uh, that the cats were there sometimes. How many mummies do you think are going to be in this movie? One. 
Okay, there's no well, you're, way there's you're multiple. wrong already because the synopsis no, clearly no. implies two. Okay, but I'm saying that you can say there's one. only That's one. Fine. I'm not gonna. Okay, well now, I'm now gonna I look say, like a fool. I'm gonna say five. Five. Mummies. I'm gonna guess there's a whole mummy family. Okay, you know I could see I could see them. And you know, you know what? I'm gonna say there away. is going to be a mummy cat. I I sincerely you're, believe you're there will be a, a cat. Here. With some bandages tied around it in maybe a kind of cruel looking way. <laughs> I genuinely think that the idea of one mummy is so whack that I don't think they're going to show the big titty mummy GF. Now, Evan, I need you to understand this. Mummies are real. <laughs> no, but mummies coming back alive is not real. Right. But they don't necessarily have to come back alive. Oh, could you're just saying be like on screen, just on screen mummies at all? Yeah, I'm still gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with two. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say two. Now, I I'm don't gonna think... make another guess, and I'm gonna say that this is 100% going to be a Goosebumps ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> just because, like. 1997. It's a mummy movie. Yeah, our, it's the Arl first Stein's Disney Channel original movie, movie, right? Uh, no, directed by somebody Beeman, I think. Beeman. Beeman. Greg Beeman, and Greg written by Beeman. Don Reimer. Okay, well, his name kind of sounds like Grimer, so that gives him some credibility right there. He wrote the Santa Claus too. Okay, so this is going to be a good movie, then. He also wrote Agent Cody Banks 2, Destination London. <laughs> He's just only doing sequel movies. And it looks like there is a underground SoundCloud rapper who stole his name, so... That's awesome. That's awesome. Sorry, Don. <laughs> so, uh, so we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about the SoundCloud rapper, right? And pretend uh, that that's nah. the real guy... We're going to like sort of do a funny little bit where we're like, and he looks like he's making SoundCloud music now. I mean, that's pretty awesome. No, that would require me listening to his music, which I'm sorry. Sorry, Don Reimer. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, without any further ado, how about we how about we watch the dang thing? How about we watch the dang thing? How about we watch the dang thing and then and then we'll we'll talk about. How about we how about we engage in the viewing of a Disney Channel film? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. We don't have much time, right, Harold? Under wraps tonight at eight seven central, only on Disney Channel. So, <laughs> all right. So we just finished watching it. Yeah. We just Yesterday. finished watching it. Just finished it <laughs> so like 24 bit, hours ago. About 20, yeah, about 24 hours ago. There, that shit was a movie about mummies, huh? Yeah, there was... Okay, so let's answer those first questions, right? We, we, we bet on some stuff. Bet on it, bet on bet, it. Yeah, bet on it, bet on it. That's the new... <laughs> that's our first <laughs> segment. Bet on it, bet on it. Um, <laughs> where we bet yeah. on things that are going to happen in the film. What were the bets? So the bets were... How many mummies are there going to be? Right. Which we'll get to in a bit because the answer is Do you want to start at the beginning of it, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So the movie starts out... (laughs) 
This movie's so good. So it starts out with a with a family eating dinner, and they're just yelling at each other for seemingly no reason. Yeah, like like the kid says something, and then and the then they kid all start... yells at his sister and says, "Shut up, you cow!" And he's like six. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a scary guy outside the window. And then and then he falls into it. Uh, he, no, okay, he drops he drops this. Yeah, okay. The guy jumps out of the window. And like scares him, and it's mm-hmm. implied that he falls in, right? Uh, because he had dropped a knife down the drain, right? And the drain made it spin around very the garbage fast. disposal, Evan. Yeah, it's the called garbage the garbage disposal. disposal. Well, it's it's a drain. It's a type of drain. Yeah, and then not everybody all, in the movie theater screams because it's a fake out. It and it was so weird to me. It was a fake I, movie. I saw that first shot of that movie because how it happened is there was that first like there was that opening credit scene with a tiny tiny coffin that could fit maybe one spider in it. It was a pencil case coffin. Oh, for pencils when your pencil it was, snaps. It no, out. it was that size. Like it was a pencil yeah. case. Size yeah, exactly. It, it was. It was. It was sized like a pencil case. Um, and then it was weird because. Uh, it cut right to the movie, and the first shot of the movie—it was a great opening shot. And uh, in film school, they always tell you—they always tell you to like tell the whole story in the open shot, the first shot, the opening shot. You gotta, you know, really insinuate through a lot of. Uh, so, so they decided to tell the story of a guy who doesn't know how to hold a camera. Um, it looks like the person across from the kid was holding like a cell phone, and well, and okay, was really to be fair, a whole bunch. to be fair, in the fiction of the movie. This is a fake, bad horror movie that these children right. are seeing with right. no adult accompaniment, right. meaning it probably got a PG-13. So yeah. it makes sense. It, you can't really fault the film for making its bad movie in its movie bad. Yeah, because here's the thing is it also it also creates a great contrast between it and the rest of the film because the rest of the film looks great in comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure does. Yeah, it really looks good. <laughs> So then, so then from there, everybody screams, and it, and we see our two, two of our three main characters sitting in the audience. So, so one, one of them, Gilbert, who's a, who's a little nerd, little nerd kid who's scared of everything. That's his character. <laughs> He's very scared of the scary movie. I don't even know why he really went. Yeah, and, so he uh, he leaves. He gets he up and, and he leaves. He stands outside of the movie for the theater whole, for the duration of the film. Of the the remaining part of the film. And presumably we got in the film right at the start. Yeah. So we're looking at um an hour and 30 minutes of standing. Yeah, hour 20 probably. Hour 20. Of standing outside of a movie theater. Yeah. So he does that and then his friend finishes the movie and then he goes outside and they talk about um the sound of music and the kid Gilbert says that uh, it would be cool if the Nazis sang in the movie. Yeah, which is very out of place. It was really weird. It was a weird like part of his character that he enjoys Nazis. And then they didn't explore it at all later. They just sort of dropped that that hint. And they were like, "Yeah, I don't know if it was really a hint." (laughs) There's subtle hints in this movie that Gilbert is a (laughs) neo-Nazi. But it was super weird because it was just like, "Oh, here's Gilbert." And and he's like he's like I don't like those scary movies I like those happy movies, and then he like ends up he ends up getting to the point where he's like and you know the the Nazis didn't sing in this movie. That's 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, he lists what's cool about The Sound of Music and why right. this movie didn't have any of that. He right. said it has singing and it has Nazis. And it would be cool even if the Nazis were singing. And it, it was weird. It was a weird moment. Yeah, uh, I also wanted to talk about the fact that popcorn tubs have been the same for years. Have Cause, they? Yeah, because if you saw those popcorn tubs in the in the movie, yeah, those were like classic ones. I I've never seen one of those in real life. Really, mm-hmm. I have. Everywhere everywhere I've been, it's like a shitty paper bag. That's true. Yeah, AMC's been cutting back on costs. I, I've never seen a. Except at, like, someone's house when they're like, ooh, this will be fun. Yeah, you know what? I think now that I think about it, mine has also been only at other yeah. people's houses. And 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 the reason that it stuck out to me is because I had never seen it before. So when I saw it at their house, I was like, oh, this is a generalized popcorn tub. How cool. How wonderful. How completely boring. <laughs> how wonderfully generalized this is. <laughs> and I'll remember this forever. It- and then when I saw it in the movie, I did remember it forever because I was like, those are the same popcorn tubs at my friend's house. Ah, That's nice crazy. and generalized. Nice and generalized. So so then they're walking home from the, the scary movie and they walk by the spooky house that has an old man living in it because this movie was stolen from a Goosebumps book, basically. Yeah. And he, Gilbert apparently does a paper route and this house has not given him money for two years. Which is crazy for a paper route, I'd think. Right. You'd think he'd have to pay to set it up, not yeah. pay after it happens. That feels right. like extortion. Like if, if a paper route just comes to your house and then expects to be paid later, that's not a real business plan. You can't do that. You're giving him something. Imagine if UPS came to your house and dropped off packages, Blue and then apron. they were like... Blue he just started <laughs> dropping boxes of food and then charged you. <laughs> you didn't even set it up. They're just like, oh, we heard you listen to an episode of Reply All. Uh, and we think yeah. you, you think your your reaction to it made it seem as if you, you wanted to sign up for this. So we found your credit card information on the dark web. And now we're going to be dropping this off at your house uh, every two Mondays. So... Just prepare for that, uh, and and we will be charging your account for it. Yeah, so then Marshall, who's the other main character, the the kid who was not scared of the movie, uh, he's offended that his friend hasn't been paid for this, so they rush up to the house to, I guess, collect money. Yeah, immediate action. Yeah, right away. This is the first time this kid's heard of this, even though he clearly hangs out with Gilbert all the time. Yeah, which is strange. So then they knock on the door, and it opens, and it's a pitch black void with an old man standing in it. (laughs) And the old man has a a very cute dog on a chain. (laughs) This is a non-threatening, cute puppy dog (laughs) that this man is threatening these children with. And it is... It's so cute. It's not like... Usually it'd be like a German Shepherd or even a Pit Bull or something. Yeah, like some some sort of dog that has a lot of drool on its or mouth. Or even a big dog. This is a yeah. medium-sized <laughs> yeah. Labrador mix. This, yeah. is, this is the least threatening, nicest dog. So then <laughs> these children are, of course, so terrified of this dog, they scream all the way home. <laughs> Just continuously running and screaming the yeah. whole way home. At which point, of course, they get home, and within the house... Is mom. Of, is Marshall's uh, mom. Marshall's mom. And, uh, ugh. 
Ted. Ted sucks. Ted uh, sucks. He's too nice. And he he's eats dryers. Bad. Yeah. He, he has a big tub of ice cream with the logo pointed away, but you can see it peek through and it says dryers <laughs> on it. And he, he's he's actively trying to keep it pointed away. Yeah, he's just standing in the foyer of the house holding a like a gallon-sized tub of dryers ice cream. <laughs> He says something. Do you remember what he says? He like he gestures to to the to the kitchen, and he's like, well, he's, "I think he's like, we got ice cream. It's vanilla." Yeah, something like that. And then Marshall's like, like oh. "Ted, I'm not gonna forgive you through through the simple act of you purchasing me some vanilla ice cream." Yeah, it, giving me ice cream doesn't make it okay that you're having sex with my mom. So then, of course, they they run away. <laughs> the to... Consideration Marshall has daily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, pretty much. Gilbert, have I told you about my my mom's sex friend? Have I told you about Ted? Have I told you about Ted, my mom's sex friend? They go upstairs, and Marshall's bedroom is just coated in scary memorabilia, <laughs> masks and statues, just terrifying. It's horrible. Yeah, it's like it's 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 then confirmed later in the movie it's not seasonal. It's always like this. Right, yeah. It is the Halloween season, but his room just always looks like this. Which also it's just can always I mention, bad and scary. It seems like a large portion of Disney Channel's original movies are taking place during Halloween. Mm, I, I wouldn't mean, say got, a large portion. I mean you got Wizards of Waverly Hocus Pocus and Freaky Friday and okay. Halloween Town and Half of what you just said aren't Disney Channel original movies. First <laughs> Wizard- of all. So Hocus Pocus is. Nope. Hocus Pocus isn't a Disney Channel original movie? Hocus Pocus came out before this movie. What? Yeah, this movie is no. post Hocus Pocus. It's post this Hocus. I wrote this note here that I don't know what it's about. It says, Duncan is not afraid of anything. It's because I'm not scared of anything. It's because I saw the, the scary bedroom and I, oh, I wasn't right. afraid. Right, I didn't right. Yell. Because, yeah, because we were, I, I said that, that uh, Gilbert kind of reminded me of Duncan, looked like Duncan a bit. But and I'm then, not scared of anything. Right. And then I was like, oh, no, <laughs> Duncan's not afraid of anything. And Gilbert is afraid of yeah, this um, man. Hey, Evan, could you it, cut that part out? Because, uh. I really don't feel comfortable with you comparing me to that shit healed Gilbert, okay? <laughs> I'd, rather not, I'd rather not keep that in if you could manage yeah, to. Uh, yeah, I'll cut, I'll cut that out. So the next day, they go to school, right? I'm looking for confirmation. Is this a question? Yes, they do go to school. They, they, yeah, so they're at they school. They go to school. And it's lunchtime. And this is when we meet our third main character, Amy. The and girl. it's a very... Yeah, she she's the token girl. She's the girl one, guys. Um, and and it was it was strange because she was sort of very suddenly introduced. Yeah, well, she was not the movie, right? Which, like, think about it. Why wasn't she at the movie? She's probably busy, dude. That makes sense. Also, that movie was packed. She probably couldn't get a ticket. <laughs> she's like, I'd love to go with you guys to 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 this B. This B-level horror flick, but the tickets are all sold out. The it's tickets are all night. sold out, and I have to go babysit for Leonard. <laughs> God, 
Leonard. We'll get to him. We'll get yeah, to you, Leonard. God, so she, I love Leonard. She reveals to the, the boys that the old man who didn't pay his newspaper bill mm. has died. Yeah. She says the water meter man found him dead covered in pancake batter. Yeah, she really... <laughs> She's really fixated on the pancake batter, too. Wait, what and is then, a water meter man? Have you ever the, heard of a water meter man before? Yeah, he's a guy who comes uh, to your basement and sees how deep the water is. He got a me- he's Does got he a water meter. Does he measure the water? <laughs> yeah, he comes every month. Uh, do you not have a water meter man? That's no. strange. What, that's like, weird. What, does he say, oh, you don't have enough water. That's that's a demerit. <laughs> and then he, like, charges you? Yeah, so he he has, uh, he has like, markings on the meter. Um <laughs> Very similar to Red Robin's old plastic cups. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? That were clear and they had markings along them that were like nine fluid ounces left. No need to fill up yet. And then like it would be like <laughs> it'd be like two fluid ounces left. Uh oh, better look for a for a waitress. Better get those bottomless fries in your drink cup. <laughs> but like that is to say that the water the water meter man has one of those cups. Or he has a meter that has those sorts of markings on it. Right. And and the reason she knows this story, the reason Amy knows this story, is because her mom is selling Mr. Kubot's old house because he just died right. uh, last night, and now they're selling his house. Yeah, just sort of immediate turnover. Which definitely shows you this isn't a scam. Nothing bad is going to happen with this. <laughs> no, not at all. No. I I did not think that at all during this film, ever. So then I guess they planned to go break into his house for some reason. Do you remember why they did that? Yeah. um, Was it just because they could? I think, I think, oh, that's a good, I didn't remember at all why they wanted to break into the house, but they did commit the crime. Yeah, they go to break into his house. And, and then, and then they're pushing on the, on the, on the basement window and Gilbert falls through, and he's upside down, and he's he looking falls around. Falls through head first, and he he's sees... been scared the whole time. And he's looking around, and he sees the mummy. He sees a sarcophagus with a hand he's... sticking out of it. Yeah, yeah. He sees he. There's no Brandon Fraser in this. And basement. his glasses fall off. Well, I didn't see that. The quality was so bad that I didn't well, see yeah. that. But he this said his glasses fell off. This is a broadcast off. movie from the year 1997. He he said that he lost his glasses. And so they, they went back. Well, he to did. His, they noticed he, that he doesn't right. have the glasses, right? And he doesn't want to go back because he's scared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they go back anyway. So they go back, and and yeah. uh, Amy reveals it, that she had a key the whole time. Uh, yeah. So they didn't need because, to break in. Yeah, they broke in just for fun because these children are psychopathic. Right. right. I legitimately believe that these children lack basic empathy. <laughs> At well, least Marshall and Amy do. Yeah, I would say Gilbert's our our golden child. He's he's done nothing wrong. Yeah, Gilbert's sort of. I mean, he's you know he's a little chicken, but you know who isn't at that yeah, age? Yeah, but you know who's you know everybody's got no Pobo's perfect and flaws and stuff like that. Yeah, flaws. You know things like flaws. <laughs> so then they go back in and they sort of you know Scooby Doo style. Let's split up and search for clues. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sit Gilbert down in a scary gargoyle chair as they go down to the basement. And I think they put a real trip in the movie. Marshall like sort of trips over a box, and it didn't look <laughs> yeah, that's right. staged. It looked yeah. real to me. Yeah, which which is which might sound a little bit you know, but it's it's a stark difference for this movie. Something yeah. real for one. Something real happening. <laughs> 
Because I don't know if you, I don't know if you realized this, Evan, but I think the movie was kind of scripted. Yeah, it felt very scripted. It felt Something like Something about it. Yeah, it felt like somebody had written all the interactions and, and stuff to happen. And also, you know, it was weird. I had this weird feeling that the mummy, what uh, was 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 fake. Well, hold on. We're not at the mummy yet, are we? We we saw his hand in the sarcophagus. Did, yeah, well, I mean that was that fake. felt. F- yeah, that felt fake. Yeah, I don't think Egypt really lets you just do also, that. Also, would they just kill a guy for a movie? I mean, that seems weird. It seems like they had to script that. Well, part. I mean, you have to steal it from a sarcophagus from a pyramid. You don't kill a guy and he becomes a mummy. Mummies no, sort I'm of have saying, a rich I'm history. I'm saying the, the, the guy who owned the house, he died. Okay, mummies are to people, or mummies are to corpses what wine is to grape juice, okay? <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So mummies they're are sort fermented They're sort of a, an human. upper echelon. Yeah, they're a fermented human. Yeah. A higher degree. <laughs> there's, there's whole vineyards of people. <gasps> Graveyards are vineyards. Proven. Graveyards are vineyards. Oh, my God. Except that's sort of the opposite of what a vineyard is. What do you mean? I think I think a better one would be a cask and a casket. Because <laughs> oh, a vineyard good. is where you grow grapes, which in this right. analogy would be like a nursery. Well, where do you... Yeah, I guess. But where do you... Okay. All right. Connoisseur, Duncan. Tell I'm a, me. I'm tell a me. people sommelier. Where, <laughs> I'm a mummy sommelier. Right. So they're in the basement. They're in they're in the basement and mm-hmm. they they look at the sarcophagus and you're never going to believe this. What? It's empty. Oh my god, I watched the movie and it's still surprising. I know. It was yeah. yeah. So then uh Gilbert looks up in his gargoyle chair, sees the gargoyle head and gets very scared. And then I guess the mummy's just there, right? Just in yeah, the, the mummy blasts through a wall, sort of uh, Kool Aid Man style. Not yet. He's just in the room. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, he is just there in the room. So he's in the room, and then Gilbert, like you know, screams and runs through a door and locks it behind him. And then the mummy punches a perfect circle through the doorknob <laughs> with his fist. So then they all they all meet up and they're all you know running away from the mummy and his scary ooh in the spooky house. Where the, the old guy died. And, and the dog's they, just gone, too. Yeah. The dog is not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, which is strange, because where does the dog go? I guess he dies, too. When you die, your pet dies. Like, that's what they did with the mummies, actually. When when the pharaoh would die, they would kill his pet and mummify it, so it would go to the afterlife That's true. So maybe, maybe he was sort of like, in his will, he was like, I want to go like a mummy. Kill my pet. His, his will had one note, and it just said, kill my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey cannot go on without me. <laughs> uh, so that so then they're all like cornered by the mummy, right? Mm-hmm. So they're they're cornered by the mummy. Wait, I got a question for you, Duncan. When a mummy has been gone for this long, do you think maybe he's got to go pee a little bit? The movie thought so. But the movie goes, wouldn't it be funny if the mummy stopped and took a very loud pee for like thirty <laughs> seconds? And I know we said we're not going to talk about pee anymore, and this is the second yeah. time this episode. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we the go, mummy we... pees. This is a the pissing mummy, mummy. The mummy pees, and then not- notably does not wash his hands uh, after. No, he comes right back out, and he gives him his glasses back because he's he's not trying to kill him. He just knows that these are his glasses, I guess. 
So they they sort of have a heart to heart with the mummy. Yeah, the mummy. Gives where the him mummy's a like up. sitting on the floor. Yeah, and he gives him a thumbs up, and that's a it's a cute little moment. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I said that this is this is ET with a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> and then a character yeah. says, "This haven't you seen ET?" Yeah, which is is so on the nose. I can't. It's believe. so on the nose. Like like it doesn't make it better to rip off a movie if you're just gonna say, "Hey, we're ripping <laughs> off the movie." So they're at school talking about the mummy, right? Yeah. Todd comes up to Amy's locker, says some bullshit. <laughs> Fuck this kid, all right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck Todd, man. <laughs> and and Amy says, "Don't make me hurt you, Todd." And he runs away, scared. Scared. Even more scared than 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 Gilbert, really. Yeah, which was surprising to put somebody lower than Gilbert, but yeah, but they they explain why, and Amy says that he went and saw the new Olsen twins movie twice. Yeah. Which clearly makes him subhuman. Yeah, Gilbert only saw it once, like every other person. Yeah, everyone's, everyone watches them once and goes, yeah, okay, yeah, not right. going to see that again. I did think that the Parent Trap was the Olsen twins movie, but Parent Trap was Lindsay Lohan, and Lindsay Lohan is not a twins. No, she just pretended to be. Right, she, and they did she, a lot of movie magic. She put on twin face. <laughs> It was a very bold move for the time, and it really later was. she got canceled for it. Yeah. I mean, she got canceled for other things, too, but Twin <laughs> Face was up there. It was at this point, I think, somewhere around this point. Yeah, so so now they they go to a creepy bookstore. That's right. My notes are not comprehensive. I wrote a lot of notes. <laughs> yeah, I sca- I, I like stopped writing notes because I was like, I'm only going to write notes on things that was funny. Yeah, right. So my, my next note right here says, pedophile man pretends to die. Yeah. So they go <laughs> yep. to the bookstore and there's a, you know, a large man who who pretends to have been shot in the back with an arrow. I think it was, I think it was lawn cutters. Shot in the back with lawn cutters. And he collapses to the ground, and Marshall's like, oh, oh, Bruce, you're always pretending to die in front of children. And then <laughs> Bruce is like, ah, oh, couldn't fool you. You're losing your edge, Bruce. This one's yeah, not even like, good. So then he takes him in the back room. <laughs> because, they, because they had asked, like... They asked to go into the back room, and they asked him if he knew anything about mummies. Because the like, first thing you do when you find a mummy is ask a creepy adult about it. Right. And he's like, well, I knew, and he was like, well, why? And they're like, for school projects. He's like, I knew the school was not bad. (laughs) It's exactly how he says it, actually. Yeah, the delivery is exactly like that. Take my word on it. Yeah, it was, that was really good. Good impression. And he, (laughs) to get a picture of this guy. I'm working on my cosplay. To get a picture of this guy, uh, he looks like the guy from Jurassic Park who, who steals the dinosaur DNA. Yeah, the guy who gets who gets who gets killed in the end. What is his Boy, name? Whatever. Is it Newman? Newman, I think. Sounds or is that right. the guy from Seinfeld? They're the same guy. They're the, <laughs> it's, the, it's the guy from Seinfeld. It's Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> so he b- gets out his big mummy book, and he explains to them that uh, if a mummy's woken up in its crypt, the only way <laughs> he has to get back in the sarcophagus before Halloween, or the mummy will die. Instead Which, of die like normal, the mummy <laughs> will double die and his soul time. will die. Yeah. Which for a second I was like, oh, that's just like Cinderella. But Cinderella does not die in the movie Cinderella. It's like if, if, if at midnight Cinderella 
turned into, you know, all her clothes went away. But also they double went away and she was naked. Didn't even yeah. put her back in her old clothes. Right, right, right. So so I guess I guess what we've we've sort of begun to discover that this movie is sort of an amalgamation of every other successful Disney and similar movie. It's very much so a what is popular with the kids. Yeah. How do we rip all of that off and combine it into a single movie? We got we got our we got our school presents. I found um, these are all Stein books. Yeah, we've got of course Cinderella and that sort of idea. That sort of uh, ticking time bomb of a plot. Scary things. Did you like scary things as a kid? In general, like scary things. Like no. anything scary. No, I didn't yeah, either. not at all. I hated it. For some reason, I thought there was a there was a there was a merch line from <laughs> Scary Movie called Scary Things, uh, and now that I realize that that's not the thing, I just wish that I wish that Scary Things was a thing. Things there are scary things. You can just go <laughs> find scary things. Yeah, you go to a go to a Halloween store. Yeah, or like Target. <laughs> you don't even have to purchase anything at Target. You just go look at the customers. Am I right? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I worked at Target, let me tell you. Ooh, yeah, was, how was it? How was it? Let's scariest, summarize that. The scariest thing that happened to me at Target mm. was I uh, I was waiting outside a bathroom to clean it, and a little boy came up to me. Uh, he took a while to read the sign because he was very young that right. said, you can't bring merchandise into the bathroom before you purchase it. Uh-huh. So he had to hand me his uh, Five Nights at Freddy's toys to hold while he went to the bathroom. <laughs> so there I am, like an adult, standing in front of the bathroom holding a bunch of Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. <laughs> and, like, people are trying to figure out, like, am I trying to get into the bathroom? Am I waiting for something? And, like, it was uh, really you're awkward. In, you're in uniform, so... I'm, a, I'm not... a man in uniform, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of covered up because I'm holding this sort of big Freddy Fazbear thing. <laughs> So I, I might just be in khakis the, and a red shirt. Right. You don't know. So the attention, do, it doesn't necessarily, not, it doesn't look like you're a person in uniform. Right. I looked like uh, I was waiting for a child to come out of the bathroom. Right. To give them the toys. Yeah. Which is a bad look. Not a good look at all. It's a Bruce kind of look. Bruce from this movie. <laughs> you know what? That's a scary thing. It is a scary thing. Uh, another scary thing on Halloween, I was cleaning the women's bathroom and a woman came in very, very rushing with her child and was like, can we please use the bathroom? We really need to. It's an emergency. Uh-huh. And I go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm about done. So they sit in front of the door and he, she changes her son into a Spider-Man costume for five <laughs> minutes, trapping me in the bathroom. This kid had to be in a Spider-Man costume right now. Well, how do you know it was a costume? What if, it's, what if he's Spider-Man? He was four. Yeah. You, are you ageist or something? Or are you saying that a Spider-Man? Cannot... Oh, you get a point. Yeah, <laughs> Spider exactly. Kid? Spider Kid. There was okay. another time I was... This will be the last one. I don't want to okay. fill this with Target stories, <laughs> okay. but this is probably the best one. <laughs> uh, I was going into work, and I noticed only people were only going into one side of the Target, and I couldn't <laughs> tell why. So I go into the other one, and there is a goose Blocking the door and just squawking at people to make them leave the target. And I, I like told my boss and stuff, and nobody did anything about the goose that was stopping people from entering the store. The goose has a right to riot, but if it hinders other people, it can't All be right, there. So back, yeah, back to back to the mummies. <laughs> back to the mummies. So now we get to the best character in the film. 
Evan, I want you to take personal this. Personal favorite. Okay. So the scene starts like any other scene. They're uh, talking about the mummy. They're talking about the mummy. Every scene in the movie. Every single goddamn scene. They're talking about this fucking mummy. <laughs> and then they and then they're like, "Oh, your mom, your mom's selling that." I guess they knew about that earlier, but they're like, "Are you sure we can go?" I don't even know what they say, but then Leonard comes in. Leonard. Like, Leonard, my Leonard brother. alarm. Ding 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 ding. Here he is. Here he <laughs> and comes. He's like, and he's like, "Oh, they took all of the all of the all of the furniture away." Nope, nope. You're truck. jumping way ahead. This is the part where Leonard says, "Want to see me pick my scabs?" That's right. So Leonard is a <laughs> Leonard is a, a young young boy. He's probably five, and this kid <laughs> this kid cannot act. He he just yells every line. He can't it's, act. It's so charming. It's like a real five year old is talking to you. Yeah, it really is. Uh, they, so, <laughs> they they pull a Linus where he's holding he's holding a blanket and he's holding like, a blanket and they make fun of him for it and then he and says he, he says yeah it's a rag what if I gotta map something up yeah he says this isn't a blanket this is a rag to clean things up <laughs> as if as if a five year old is concerned with at any moment needing to mop anything up it doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> oh God uh. It will. Leonard comes back. Don't worry. This is not the last we see of Leonard. So they go into the house, um, and the mom is doing a showing. But regardless, they're like, "What happened to all the? Where all happened to the furniture in the basement?" Right, and she's like concerned because there's three children in this house she's trying to sell. Right, understand. Looking to steal things very clearly. <laughs> Asking where his priceless artwork is and where right. they took everything. Right, all of and this. And who took it? <laughs> That's a good point. You know, common questions you ask your mom when she's selling a house. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, quite, I didn't quite pick up on that on that subtle high IQ humor. Uh, so she shoes the two who are, she's, she's, she's talking to the two and she shoes them away. The people she's showing the house to. Right, yeah. So then uh, she tells him that they would all, it all went to the dump, whatever. And then cuts to the mummy walking down the street. Which, oh my God, this sequence. This is, this is the this is, slapstick sequence yeah. of the film. Highlight of the film for me uh, as, uh, a, as a stick slapper myself. <laughs> Leonard was the highlight of the film. Yeah, let's not get it. Let's not. Let's not get. Let's not get it here. twisted here. Nothing <laughs> will ever top Leonard Nothing in this movie. Will, yeah, Leonard is the peak of this film. So, so he wanders into a park, and there's a kid getting changed by his mom in the park, or she's like adjusting his costume or something because it's Halloween oh, or near yeah. Halloween. Yeah. And and the little kid yells out, "Look at that ugly man!" <laughs> and the mom says. Oh, don't you, you know you shouldn't say that. Some people are just born special. And the mummy's <laughs> going uh, 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 in the background this whole time. And the kid's like, that man's very special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a which is a kicker of a line for a ninety seven line. Ninety it's a very ninety seven line. It's a ninety seven they wouldn't they wouldn't let you say this in Hollywood today. <laughs> Yeah, Hollywood's changed, you know. You used to be able to put on blackface, uh, but uh, now you can't, you know. You used to be able to uh, put on mummy face. It's unbelievable. Bandage yourself unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. PC. This PC culture is ruining my mummy films. 
so the whole time, of course, the mummy is is umming and awing. And if you can't imagine what that sounds like, imagine Patrick Starr. And the reason yes. that you can do that is because uh, it's the same actor. Yes, he is played by Patrick. Of Patrick Starr who fame. Who also plays Ted. Yeah, which creates a very interesting, of course, Ted being the, the, the stepdad. Yeah. Which I, I got confused when you said we forgot about Todd. Oh, yeah. No, Todd is a character Todd who has the, one line, yes, gets the, dumped the on, line, and then leaves the movie. Yeah, never comes back. Unlike never Leonard. Never comes back. God. Sad. Leonard. All right, um, so you wanted to talk about the hospital. Yeah, so he, he shambles in, and uh, he finds a sliding door, and he's, he's marveling. You, at this, you're this skipping more door. parts. What parts am I skipping? Do you remember why he goes to the hospital? Oh, because he's... <laughs> that's right. They're wheeling out... <laughs> They're wheeling out a man in a wheelchair. He's covered in bandages. If we touch on every single bullshit part, I know, of but movie, it's it's the funniest part. Here for it's two so hours. funny. It's so yeah, it's funny. funny. It's very good. Cause he but sees, he sees a man he sees covered a in man bandages. Covered in bandages. He's like, oh, oh, another mummy. Another mummy. Yeah, the guy doesn't come back. He just sort of goes into the hospital. Yeah, and so the so the mummy follows suit. Lusting after this fellow mummy. And of right. course, in front of this hospital is their sliding door. There's a funny visual gag where he's like, whoa, it opens. I'm, I'm from ancient Egypt and I don't understand this. Which, yeah, duh, but... <laughs> <laughs> try, try harder with your comedy, Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, really. Uh, and then he's walking into it and a piece of his bandages gets caught by the sliding door. Right. It so closes the the in and the it pulls behind him. Yeah, and so he's getting he's getting un, un unwoven behind him. Um and he's he's walking through this, he sees somebody giving somebody else a uh, a bouquet of flowers and he's like affection. Ooh. And no one in this hospital even looks at him. Blinks a, a, a they single. They are all looking in different eye. directions. It's great. It's it's, it's really so, great. It's such a it's such a believable moment in this film. For once, finally, I, I've been waiting this entire time for something that I could believe. But they do manage to explain it later in a way that kind of a little bit makes sense, but is stupid. Regardless, how do they explain the fact that no one in the hospital looked at him? Well, they explain the fact that they they didn't think that it was a mummy by being like boom victim yeah but but no one looked nobody at him looked at him because they, as soon as the doctor sees him he immediately thinks he is a burn victim who tried to treat himself <laughs> but so 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 he he walks through he ends up getting onto a gurney uh and they defibrillate him yeah, and, and he doesn't got, like it, and his got, nipples light on fire. Yes, his nipples do light on fire. I wanted to make sure we hit that point, if anything, during this movie. Yeah, that was important. It was an important plot point, because later his nipples continue to be charred for quite a while. Very quite prominent, an impressive large, amount of time. dangly, pendulous nipples. Yeah, well, they're not. Rough. It's not visceral. It's just like... Very visceral. <laughs> It's very. It's just, just like blackened circles around his 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 nipple area. Right. So then he goes to live with Marshall. Yeah. 
and uh and his he avoids detection of his mom because his room is already terrifying and so his mom is like is that oh this one scared me because she goes into his room and she sees it yeah and and then she's a little horny for the mommy she did get a little horny for the mommy she kept looking at it which is sort of ironic considering that this is the actor that also plays ted and also uh in the prior scene they compare the mummy to ted yeah they talk about how they're similar yeah which is crazy because that's such a tongue-in-cheek move for a movie very meta strangely meta yeah so also at this point they name the mummy harold 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 after marshall's uncle which makes this even weirder even worse because because an that uncle, means that, that means <laughs> that 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 marshall's mother is dating a person who looks like her brother or her ex-husband's brother or her, yeah or her ex-husband's brother both of which are not great yeah it's it's a it's an interesting sort of sort of higher subplot for the for the <laughs> adults in the room to notice <laughs> For us high IQ comedians. Uh, mommy listens to All By Myself and he's all sad. Mm-hmm, we find out there's then, bad guys trying to steal the mommy. Right. Uh, he, there, Marshall talks scene. about his divorce. <laughs> his parents divorced with the mummy. Yeah. And they really did make a mummy movie about getting over your parents' divorce. This is a mummy movie about getting over your parents' divorce. If you t- And about learning to love again. That's what we should we should we should edit the Wikipedia page. We should. I don't know if because Wikipedia it's, it's really has short, a this is what this movie short. is about. Yeah. Because it has the it has the it has the general story. It has the synopsis, but that's yeah, more the synopsis, of a synopsis, but not the plot. Not how it makes you feel. <laughs> yeah, which made me feel uh, very disgusted by how long the dog scene was. Yes, yes. The only important thing to note about the dog scene is the mummy rides a skateboard. The mummy rides a skateboard. It's so good. He does an It's ollie, very good. Does a nose manual. He grinds. So he arrives at the museum. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So... Uh, they're riding to the museum to find the mummy, I guess. I don't know why they go to the museum. I guess they just assume the mummy went there. The, the museum has a mummy exhibit, because of course it does. And it's revealed the mummy was celibate in his life. Yeah, virgin mummy. Vol- <laughs> Volcel mummy. Volcel mummy. Volcel mummy. <laughs> uh, so now we... <laughs> Now we find the girl mummy who he's in love with. <laughs> who, the romance who has, like, B-plot. makeup on. Yeah, it's very, it's very feminized. She's got like a necklace and stuff. It's so weird. Her wraps are much more tight against her and chest. Then, yeah, like, and then like Marshall, or uh, not Marshall, but strange. the mummy, Harold. Harold is like explaining and he just motions to his chest a whole bunch. Yeah. Like he just and then he starts, pointing at his own chest. And then he starts tearing at it. Yeah. At which point it's revealed that he has the same necklace but a different color, and then he's the prince that's supposed to protect the the. He the, is the high the priestess. Prince. High priest. That's right. Um, the high priest, not high priestess. <laughs> yeah, high. Priest so then the cops is... show up because these children in this mummy broke into a museum at right. night. Right. Which is the second crime they've done. One of many to come. But but then they hide in a in a in a vent and they they escape. and they get out. They, they get out of there. 
And then they're just back at Marcel's house. And then Leonard comes back. Leonard, my boy. And he's like, Leonard's back. Is that a mummy? Yeah, he goes, that's a mummy. Cool. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 stop, stop. Stop yelling. Um, at which point it's revealed, he reveals through somewhat clever exposition. Mm-hmm. As clever as Leonard can be. That all of the furniture was taken away in an ice cream truck. Yeah. It was very yellow, he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, it was so don't, yellow. Don't ask him for ice cream. They won't give him. And then he yeah. slams the and then he slams the fence shut. And they're like, oh, ice the cream. ice cream. I know exactly where they keep the ice cream plant. <laughs> but first, first oh. we got to dress Harold oh. up like a pimp. Yeah, and that's have a right. Funny scene. Oh, that's right. And then, and then they go to the ice cream plant. Yeah. So they get to the ice cream plant. Um, Harold launches. Uh, they're they're looking. He kills over Marshall. Harold, he kills Marshall. He launches he Marshall. Throws Marshall as hard as he can against the ground. Um, and he lands on the other side of the fence. Nobody notices who's in the the plant. Uh, and then all of them end up getting over. Right. Yeah. And yeah. at this point, we find out that Mr. Kubot, the old man who wouldn't pay Gilbert. Is actually still alive. He's alive. He didn't die. He didn't die. And he's he wanted... trying to sell the mummy yeah. to pay off his debts, which I guess he died to try to get expunged. Right. Like which... He faked his own death to avoid taxes. Um, but they're trying to get him back into the the the, crypt, the, 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 the sarcophagus. The, sarcophagus. God. Every time I say it, it sounds wrong. They're trying to get him back in the sarcophagus. So he's there, and then they end up being like no we can't go in yet they'll they'll notice us they'll notice us and then he leaves and he leaves a little bit of his bandage hooked mm-hmm. onto a part of metal i guess and then they're yeah. off on the bikes and they see him leave uh and then he they discover that those kids are related to a mummy so they're like oh my god and then that night is that night halloween so yeah this next night is halloween yeah and i guess their plan currently is to steal the sarcophagus back to put the mummy in? I don't know right. why. Yeah. They don't just what put would, him in. How, where would they hide the sarcophagus? I guess they don't want the sarcophagus to get sold. So, <laughs> so, we, so now, so now <laughs> so it's Halloween, the, so they got to go to a Halloween party. Right, right. Uh, they need costumes, and uh, the mummy doesn't need to dress up. But Gilbert ends up donning what looks like a, a certain YouTuber, Scott the Waz, down you to the blue shirt this. and feather boa. For I can't find the hour, image, but I swear to God. You were searching for an image of Scott the Waz wearing a feather boa and sunglasses. If you have an image of Scott the Waz in a feather boa and sunglasses, please send it to... Decomcastmail at gmail.com. What's that again? Decomcastmail at gmail.com. All right, thank you. Remember, only images of Scott the Waz. No, no other images. No, no other yeah, YouTubers, you, please. <laughs> no other YouTubers, please, God. Um, so they're at the party and, um, there's a funny mix up joke where, uh, there's multiple mummies at the party. And so there's a couple jokes surrounding that where a wife thinks that her husband yeah, where it's, is it's, the actual it's mummy. Un, it's unveiled that their principal, Mr. Hammer is cheating on his wife. Yeah. In very, very weird subtext that was intended he's, to be a joke. Has an affair with a woman dressed like Cleopatra. Right. So going back to the going, however, back to the point where we were talking about our bets, our bet on it, bet on it. Right. Yeah. Bet on it, bet on it. So there were two mummies in the film and that's what I voted on. Yeah. But no, you said there one. Were, no, you I voted, voted on one. Two. I voted two. In the end, I voted two. I know it's been a day, but in the, in the end, I know I voted two. OK, well, the person listening <laughs> to this, uh, 
they know that you're lying imagine, to them. Imagine person listening to this. <laughs> the girl reading this. <laughs> um, but then the weirdest part is, the weirdest part is, is that you said there was going to be five and I thought you were crazy. I thought you were going crazy. Right. But then there was a party scene and I think there were... There were six. There were more there, than I guessed. There were more than you guessed. So, prices right but, rules I lost. Yeah, but if, if yeah, I guess we're, if we're right prices... Prices no, right rules you win because you were under. You were closer yeah, to that's going right. over. But I still didn't get it exact, which is what I was yeah. going for. <laughs> which was crazy when that happened. Um, so I'd like to issue a formal apology. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry. This will not happen again. Thank you. <laughs> so Bruce is back. So Bruce is back. He makes the kids touch his horns. <laughs> um, so the goons I'm, are at this party. Uh, ripping they're, they're off ripping every off the mummy's mask. every mummy's mask to try to find Ruining out which the one's party, the real mummy. I might say. Um, but before they get to our our friend Harold, uh, one of the people rips off the mask before they get to it, and mass hysteria ensues, and everybody runs out. Um, but they do get Harold. They do. They do end up getting Harold, which was sad. And I did shed a tear too. You did. You were crying. It was not the first. Not the not this. Not the last time throughout this flick. <laughs> um, not the first, and definitely not the last. <laughs> so now that now that the bad guys have Harold. All of the kids pile in to Bruce's hearse because this man drives a hearse. Of course he does. That's what everybody everybody who visited Hot Topic when I worked there drove a hearse. <laughs> Every single person. Every single person. Okay, so the hearse is full of limbs. I don't know mm-hmm. why I wrote that down, but it, apparently the hearse is full of limbs. Do it's you important. remember this? I mean, it's important. Yes, I do remember this. I mean, you what? said it, but I don't think they said it. I don't. I remember you saying it, but not the not the not the program. Because they start hitting the, the goons with the with the horror limbs. Oh, they do. They do. So I guess like it's implied that, that it's like Halloween decorations because yeah, this guy's like scary. Yeah, not actual human hands. But those yeah. wouldn't be very effective weapons, would they? So yeah, they mm. they get to the they get to the 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 ice cream factory, and they they formulate a plan. And uh, Gilbert stays back because he's scared. Right. So Mr. Kubot Classic is Classic Gilbert is making a deal with some guy to mm-hmm. sell the sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. And Harold is tied up. And so so their plan is that Marshall's going to go find the mummy, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I guess Amy and Bruce are going to make some sort of distraction. Yeah. Um... So Marshall finds the mummy tied up. And do you remember what he was doing? Oh, yeah. He touches him. He's he just pushes to... on his groin. Yeah, he pushes on his groin. He's just attempting to, like, over. touch his stomach or something. Like, yeah. I found you. I'm here. I'm okay. But the, the camera definitely insinuates his height, and his height is right at the groin. Yeah, it was it was uncomfortable, to say the, the least. Very, Especially yeah. when it's, you know, a child it's, sort of, and... it's sort of a metaphor for, his, for Ted. Right. It, it's a metaphor for his stepdad that he's pressing on his penis. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then... so. So they make a distraction, Bruce and Amy. Bruce does a clumsy fall, and yeah. he just knocks over all the ice cream because yeah, he's fat. But there's like a lot of jokes about Bruce being fat, and he falls, and he's fat. And it's funny because he's fat, and he gets mm-hmm. caught because he's fat. Yeah. So um, so all of them get caught. Yeah. And and Marshall's trying to reason with Mr. Kubot about the, about the mummy mm-hmm. tr- finding true love or whatever. Yeah, which also Mr. Kubot talks about, like his about tax evasion in a kids movie, which I thought was strange. 
Yeah, well, it's that sort of goes very... over a lot of kids' heads, especially mine. This, as a is, child. this is a family movie. It's for everyone. That's true. The mom and dad are like, oh, uh, tax evasion is when somebody avoids paying dues that they owe the government on the money that yeah. they've earned. And then by that time, Gilbert has crashed through. The, yeah, the kid's the like, wall. I don't care about taxes. Gilbert just killed Mr. Kubot. But yeah. But he didn't. But he didn't. And, and what does Mr. Kubot have now, Evan? I don't know. What does a he gun. Have? Mr. Oh, Kubot right. pulls out a gun that's and right. aims it at Marshall. Yeah, he has a gun in a in a PG movie. In a in a Disney Channel original movie, this might be the only gun in a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> yeah, which I don't is think crazy. Teen Beach movie has many guns. <laughs> I know that. Um, I know that. Oh, the High Minute Men. Music- High School Musical does have a gun in that Zac Efron wink, winky face. Yeah, and then also, um, of course, Hatching Pete. There's the infamous scene, but we don't yeah. have to talk about that yet. I don't. I don't even know what Hatching Pete is, but we'll oh, get to that later. It. It's, it's uh, oh, Mitchell God. Musso and uh, the guy from Cory in the House, the blonde guy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm excited. So Mr. Kubot has the gun pointed at Marshall, mm-hmm. and then Harold just comes in and throws him. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure Mr. Kubot just dies on impact. Yeah, like, presumably. Harold just throws him against a wall and he's dead now and that i guess that's the end of the the conflict of the movie is harold really just picked him up and killed him which could have been done at any time at any point during the film at any point when he was being there was caught, no like you know there was no like harold needs to regain his energy before he can do how can really help us like an iron like an iron giant sort of thing right I think that's iron giant um you know there's nothing like that that sets this up but what is set up was the car that was such a good payoff that was a where good, he got that in was the good. car and then there's the there was the watch uh, that's why the 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 mummy gets scared of him i guess i think in the first place he sets a watch right before they go in the house way way early in the movie those are oh, the two set up right. and payoffs those are the two only two set up and payoffs in the movie so after that uh amy has a horrible little moment with marshall to imply yeah. that she is attracted to him. Yeah. And it's rough. It, it's hard to watch, man. I So they're, they're sort yeah. of just standing in this warehouse next to a dead corpse. And she's like, wow, I was so worried that you were going to die. But then you didn't. So I guess it's okay. And he's like, yeah, thanks. And then they, Very it's bad. Like, Very poorly it's done. highly, highly insinuated. And, and, then, and right. then she's embarrassed about the fact that she cared about him yeah. as well. Because um, these kids are, are established to be sociopaths, and now they're right. feeling empathy for each other. <laughs> right. And they're How sort of mistaking they? that empathy for sexual desire, <laughs> because that's sort of like what their parents <laughs> the movie, in the world has what taught the movie. them. And also, she talks about sleeping naked and like and about a having a bra, which was really, really weird. We for didn't them mention to either of those things. Yeah, it's it's weird because those two things happen, which on their own are like okay, whatever, you know. And then they have this happen that just sets the whole thing makes the whole thing sour they've set the milk they poured a glass of milk and then they left it right in this weird awkward long scene this where is definitely to each other. the most adult disney channel original movie i have seen yeah which i imagine makes sense because it's the first one and a lot of parents were like hey i don't but want my weird. kid knowing about i guess i guess you're right they sort of moved away from it as it went on right so they go back to the museum with the sarcophagus and harold Right. So they they have this weird like they're crying they're like very sad about the fact that he's 
I guess like they're trying to make it seem like he's going to die. Like he's yeah, he's, he's already, like he's already dead. You stay, I go. No following type of thing. Right, right. <laughs> Et phone home and all that. Yeah, every just everything. Um, Even though this movie was pre Iron Giant. Was it really? I think so. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it totally is. Iron Giant, sure? such a such an under wraps ripoff. <laughs> Can't believe they got away with that. Yeah, unbelievable. Brad Bird, you hack. <laughs> um, and so there's this cool moment where the 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 two mummies are reaching across each other because the, right, so the girl the... mummy wakes up. <laughs> she wakes up, yeah. Which was weird to have her just sort of be in the movie. So he gets in the sarcophagus, and the girl gives him the necklace, and he puts it on for like half a second, and then he mm-hmm. takes it right off and gives it to Marshall. Yeah, which was, which was hilarious because he was supposed to keep that. Right, it was sort of a safe. crisis artifact. Right, and now Le- now I was about to say Leonard, but it's not Leonard. Marshall no, it's not has Leonard. it. Yeah, so now Marshall God, has it. Leonard had it. And <laughs> it's not jewelry; it's a priceless side effect. I use it to wipe things up. <laughs> <laughs> so then the sarcophagi, sarcophaguses, sarcophagies close. Sarcophagies. So the sarcophagies uh, close, and the mummies are are dead, but still alive more than they would have been if they hadn't have done this. <laughs> but they're dead. But they're not on, really. On average, the amount of, <laughs> on average, their state of aliveness across their entire life has increased for both of them. That is true. And then, so now, now it's sort of fade you know, to black. First of all, fade to black, and then it fades back to Marshall's house. And it's like, did you not get the central theme of the movie? Yet? Yeah. Now it explains it to us, and Marshall is throwing away all of his scary room memorabilia, and his room is empty. And he threw away all the creepy things. Which is strange because it's completely empty. Very, it is like, very, empty. very There's empty. There's like a like, bed. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. And then he asks his mom if she loves Ted. And she says, yeah, I do. And then, and then he's like, well, t- Ted's too nice. That's what I don't like about him is he's nice to me. <laughs> Tell him to be meaner to me. Yeah. So then he hands her the mummy necklace to, I guess, give to Ted or something. I don't know what... what what that was about yeah i think i actually missed this part because i was looking for an image of, of yeah scott you the were st- Waz. <laughs> yeah you were still looking for scott the Waz at this point so so he gives her the necklace and then gilbert shows up and they're talking about some bullshit whatever who cares and then they're like and then gilbert's like oh amy's coming over and then Marshall's gets oh, all like, oh, oh, Amy's coming over. Yeah, I gotta get hair can't... gel. <laughs> and so he squirts a bunch of hair gel into his hand. Just but it disgusting. Slicks it back so fast, very fast. Like he and squirts then... it in his hand and goes. <laughs> yeah, and then he puts on like a shirt that looks bad. <laughs> yeah, he makes himself look very much worse. Yeah, worse than what he did prior. Um... And then he gets to the bottom of the stairs and he opens the front door and Amy's there, and she has also done herself up and looks way worse way in like a worse weird than way. What she did re- yeah. Like more disheveled. They both look disheveled now. Yeah, disheveled is a good word for it. I guess the insinuates. difference is that that these were like children did it and the other ones were clearly done by professionals. Right, right, right. Um and then they have this very long, weird continuity breaking reverse, yeah. reverse, reverse shot. Yeah, where one of them will say something 
it'll cut to the other one, and then it'll cut to Gilbert. Gilbert, my boy. And then it'll cut back to the other one, and then they'll say something. Uh, and then they leave, and they walk down the street, and then uh, Amy's like, "What movies are they like? What are we doing? What movies are they playing?" Yeah, and it's a and it's the horror movie. It's the horror movie. The it's a, like the sequel to the one they were watching at the beginning, I think. Right. And Gilbert Third Wheel is very hard. Right, uh, instanced by the fact that he has to catch up to them, and in in he's like, "Ew, I don't. What is he? What is he, he say? How he doesn't want to see that movie at the end of it?" Probably. Probably he's he's a scaredy cat. Yeah, and then that's the that's the end of that's the movie. That's the that's the end of the flick. Uh, wonderful picture. What's the moral of the story? I think that so one's pretty obvious. So the moral of the story is you need to let your mom bone. You gotta let your mom bone. You gotta give it up, and you gotta let Ted in your heart. Yeah, you gotta let Ted that in mommy, your heart, and you, and you gotta let Ted in your mom as well. You gotta let Ted in your mom, because that <laughs> mommy, he's your new dad. That mommy's your yeah. daddy. And what was sort of funny to me, I had a moment where I was like, the, the moral of this story is somewhat similar, in a way, to, this, to the moral of, the, of, of Boss Baby from the point of view of the brother. Right. Kind of. He didn't want a he didn't want a younger brother. He was like, I don't want a younger brother. And then he experienced a different version of his younger brother. At which point, at the end, he was very excited to have a younger brother. True. He learned, which is he learned also, to love his younger brother. Which is also just Toy Story. Also just Toy Story. So something I think we'll discover throughout this whole sort of endeavor. Nothing is original. Everything comes from everywhere else. But right. under wraps is <laughs> is where it all stems from. So if I was gonna if. If I were to make some edits to this movie, number mm-hmm. one, this movie is now called Step Mummy. It's oh, so obvious. Step Mummy is so Step good. Mummy. Just it took it took me two seconds to come up with that. Yeah, under wraps is weird. I guess it kind of makes sense because they're, they're to hiding the mummy, the mummy. Under wraps, right. but Step Mummy is really good. Yeah, and o- overall, I really liked this movie. It was uh, the themes in it were a lot more in depth than. A lot of the other Disney Channel original movies I've seen. Because I didn't... I'm not going to lie. I, w- I wish I could lie in this one and be like, oh, I knew it the whole time. But until you said during this current recording session that The Mummy is, uh, is, an, is, a, is, a, is a parallel to The Stepdad, I didn't catch that. <laughs> How did you not catch that? They're I, played by the same man. I and know. I said this we to you while we were watching it. it. I know, but I thought it was like a funny joke more no. than like, oh, oh, right. It actually really is because. Yeah, that's what the movie's really about. You're going to notice this in Smart House and 13th Year as well. Those movies are very obvious with what they're about. <laughs> well, to me, they're very hidden. They're very uh, secondary level, uh, very high level thinking. You got to really think about it to understand the plot. <laughs> well, let me just say, think about the the term the 13th year for two seconds and you will get it. The 13th year. The kid's 13 what, what, years old? Yep. And what usually happens when you're 13? Puberty? Puberty. Yeah, you got it. You did it. You wrote a movie. You did about as much work as they did. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I did that. Me, Evan, the you one who's bad with stories, all by myself. Uh, wow. Uh, God, so I guess we got to rate this movie. Huh? Yeah, we got to give it a score. That's sort of what we're doing here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this movie like, like a seven. 
Like yeah, a seven leaning s- more towards eight. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was going to give it a six only because oh, okay. I was That's giving fine. it against previous movies I'd seen. But I think my grading scale is going to change in the future. So expect that number to change. I will provide an update um, when I die. <laughs> I expect so. a notarized list, okay? <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, so here, here's, here's what I'll say. Uh, if somebody is writing, um, if somebody is aggregating all of our ratings, if the year is 2019, give it a six. And if the year is 2020, uh, give it uh, a seven. I An love eight. that you're just saying that with every year that passes, these movies are going to go up by a whole point. <laughs> I just know that the stuff in the future that we're coming up against, is going to make this movie look great. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, fair Honest, enough. Honestly, <laughs> just on its own, this is a really enjoyable movie. I, I highly I recommend agree. it. I agree. Uh, it's a fun watch with your friends. Yeah, go f- go find a go find somewhere to rent it or purchase it. I go think buy it, a VHS tape of it. Yeah, go buy hey, a maybe, VHS tape. Maybe when VHS Disney player. Now comes out, you can just watch it on Disney your computer. Plus. Disney, I'm gonna have to correct you on that. It is Disney Plus, and they is will it uh, take plus? us down if we. Yeah, it's Disney Plus. Is it? I just remember the branding really, really vividly because that's yeah. what I only look at. Yeah, you love branding. Yeah, hopefully Disney Plus has all of the Disney Channel original movies on it. I think that would do really well for us trying to find some of these guys. If it doesn't, that's such an admission of defeat. Yeah. Like, it's such a saying, yeah. please don't watch these guys. <laughs> oh, you're really, really not going to like Cowbells. They, the movie Disney doesn't want you to see, not clickbait. <laughs> that's what we need in the episode. We need the episode. <laughs> Under wraps, the movie Disney doesn't want you to see because it's got guns in it. It's, it's got, got guns in it. It's got pedophiles in it. A bunch of sex stuff happening. Got, got a lot of sex stuff. Uh, p- police. Mentions of nude children. <laughs> Mentions of nude children. Uh, there's there's a lot of f words. Leonard loves saying the f word. They had to bleep it all out for. Uh, I just like to say it. everything else we said was true. That last one wasn't. For the sake of clarity, everything else was true. <laughs> the last one. Uh, the one where Leonard says the F word is not true. Disney loves saying the F word. Um, they say it in Marvel movies all the time. We're going to get sued. I can't wait. Guys, that's going to that's gonna do it for us. Uh, thanks so much for taking a listen uh, to our to our maiden voyage. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed, I enjoyed talking about this wonderful, wonderful world we found ourselves. Uh, nobody else told us about it. We found it ourselves. Wonderful world. Yeah, no one else has ever done this. Nobody uh, else has ever done Don't look too hard this. at iTunes. Don't, yeah, just search directly DCOMcast, and you do have to give it five stars. <laughs> you do have to give it five stars on, on iTunes. Yeah, legally, uh, if you give us one stars, uh, we, uh, we we will personally send you a video of us crying over it. So um, There is a commission price on the crying videos. Yeah, it's there about is. It's about $25 um, for each mm-hmm. of us. So. And, then, and then shipping and handling, of course. Right, it is. Um, it is on a laser disc. Us crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on a UMD uh, for PSP. Uh, <laughs> it's a the, UMD. The propi- made proprietary, you cry. yeah, proprietary media device. There's actually websites you can buy. Uh, it'll print. They'll yeah, print it should, on uh, these mini DVDs. We should go do that now. We should <laughs> we head should out and do de- that. Definitely do that. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go do that. Here we are, walking away. All right. Uh, walking. Away. Bookura
that's a wrap. <laughs>